Hey everybody, and welcome back to Justin Talks TV. Uh, it's been longer than I expected to be able to sit down and record a new episode, but I just finished high school recently, and I just started this new job too, so I have just been a busy person, um, but I am always trying to find time to record and find things to talk about on the podcast so that I can provide more content for you guys. Um, So yeah, this episode is the long-awaited episode uh, talking about the Superstore series finale. Now, I've done multiple episodes about Superstore on this podcast, and um, this is, so this being the last episode, um, new episode I ever mentioned about Superstore, maybe I'll go back and do more episodes about Superstore further down the line, but for the most part, this will be sort of the end of the um run on Superstore episodes, I think. But the series finale was so amazing. I think it might be one of my favorite, it might be my favorite show finale, at least top three for sure. It was so good. It came out March 25th, and I have just I've been waiting to talk about this for so long. It was such an amazing finale. I'm blown away at how fast the writers were able to come up with that um, touching finale and wrapped everything up together so well because, you know, they didn't know that season six was going to be the last season till December, and so they sort of had to um, put everything together quickly to wrap up all the storylines of all these characters that we've been watching for the past six seasons. Um, So I took notes on the two-part finale of the show, Perfect Store and All Sales Final. Um, I'm just going to dive in uh, to the first episode and talk about some of my favorite moments from there and just sort of how it all built up to the last episode and things I liked about it and all sorts of things like that. Um, So in the episode Perfect Store, the store is closing and that is a big problem for most employees as they are all relying on their job, especially Mateo, since he's not a citizen and that makes it much harder for him to be able to get a job and get him having a job helps him stay in the country. So now he's trying to get a job working for Carol since, you know, she just got rich from this big settlement from suing the store. Um, So she's like super rich. Oh, that's what um, it appears to be for all the other employees. They think Carol's like super rich, baller, all sorts of stuff like that because she wears these nice jumpsuits and She buys fancy vacuum cleaners at the store now. So they all wish they could just get a slice of her cash. Um, But what's really important is um, Jonah. Well, first, oh, I skipped like the biggest parts about these last few episodes. Amy, Amy is back. America Ferrera returns for both episodes of the series finale. 
so that was so exciting to hear when I first heard that uh, she'd be coming back because what does that mean for Samosa, the Samosa endgame that we were all looking forward to. So she comes back. The first part of the episode actually starts with Amy telling Cheyenne, Dina, and Glenn that most of the Cloud Nine stores will be closing. That's how we officially find out. Technically, she was back for three episodes, I guess, because the episode before that, she was briefly in it because Cheyenne called her about suspicions that the store was closing and she was seen there. But it was awesome to see America for back on the Superstore uh, set and everything. But at this point, um, Jonah talking to his current girlfriend, Hannah, talking about the possibilities of the store closing and like the chances of it being saved and how slim they are and Hannah's just like you know there's really no point in fighting or trying to save the store any or anything it just sounds like it's over which is and you can tell as a viewer and knowing the whole series and how Jonah is um and how different that is between his dynamic with himself and Amy is Hannah uh, was just like, there's no point in fighting, it sounds like it's done, let's just move on. As with Amy, him and Amy, it was always, let's fight, there's always something we can do, and like, um, Amy will always get him motivated to do something, and um, get into his passions, and what he liked to do with, you know, leading a revolution, stuff like that, but with Hannah, you can tell that that's, is not there at all, and you can tell by Jonah's reaction when he, when she says that there's no point saving the store, how different he, it is, and how he can really tell that that's different from his dynamic with Amy, and of course, as a viewer, you catch that as well, so I think that was a good setup for what happens later, but at the time, you could just tell how different that was between his dynamic with Amy. Um, but speaking of Amy and them, so Amy is back in the store now, and Jonah walks in, and he is surprised to see Amy just standing there. Of course, they have, you know, a very awkward interaction, given that they haven't really spoken and definitely haven't seen each other since, uh, she left for California, and so it was nice to see our Samosa back in the same room, even if nothing's quite happened yet. Um, but Ben Feldman and America Forever play so well off of each other. Like, this awkward interaction of, like, hi, oh, oh, like, what were you going to say? And, like, this, like, awkward interaction of, you know, what are you doing here, which is so well played out and so well done. And so it was great to see that. And that, of course, sets up, you know, of course, fans at this point are wondering, like, does this even mean that the Amy and Jonah are going to have anything? Are they going to get back together? Are they going to do anything? Is it, you know, I knew in my head for the most part, I'm like, there's no way they could bring this back without a Samosa in-game. But some points I was I was like, I don't know, we're watching the finale, but we'll get to all that for sure. But it is exciting to see Amy back with 
uh, the whole Cloud9 gang, and now we've moved into this staff meeting, which goes completely off the rails. It goes first talking about saving the store, and then uh, a Sandra, of course, the captain of the Samosa ship, has to ask about, like, what does this mean for you and Jonah? And, um, and they meant today say Hannah and Kira's like, oh, he, she's dating my lawyer, and she's a red, and she's probably the filthiest freak ever. <laughs> it was like, oh, Jonah, no. It's Larry feels like, and Kelly came back, but nothing happened. Also, also Jonah asked Mia out, and she's a lesbian. It's just funny that they're recapping every one of Jonah's, like, romantic sort of um, happening since she left and, like, giving them the whole rundown. Then they try to explain the two meetings, like the Amy Jonah meeting and the store-saving meeting. That is what I missed about America Ferreira being there and the Amy Jonah dynamic. I felt that was, like, I, I thought it was so great to see that dynamic back after several episodes of not having it. Moving forward just a little in that episode, um, they're preparing for this analyst from Zephyr to come to save the store and make the sourcing as perfect as possible, and Amy um, is not supposed to technically be there trying to save the store, so she she's sort of hiding from the analyst to make sure her co-worker doesn't know she's there. But just when everything is going pretty well with trying to save the store in perfect Cloud Nine fashion, Justine happens to find a bag of eight severed feet in the store while cleaning up. Which it throughout the span of the series, finding feet in the store that no one knows who the foot belongs to is been a recurring theme. So for them the on the penultimate episode of the series to mention uh, the bag of ever feet is very fitting for the, for the store. Um, but they have to hide it from the Zephra analyst, of course, because why would you want the store, one of the stores to save that like has a severed feet problem? Um, also, one more dynamic I missed that's back, it's the Dina and Amy dynamic about, like, accusing Amy of being a part of the foot crime, or implying the Zephyr rep doesn't really know what she looks like. That is just what makes the Dina-Amy friendship so good. I just, it just felt more Superstore than ever with all the dynamics back. I love it. Um, let's see, what, what's, um, oh, also the way Dean and Amy talk about their relationship, the way Ames, Ames pretends like she's not into Joan anymore, and the way Dina acts like she's not into Garrett, but they both know the truth because they have this kind of relationship, um, and that's another relationship in the show that's, uh, was interesting to watch unfold over the years with the Dina-Garrett relationship. Um, at first, just being a hookup and then turning into a thing with feelings and things like that. And I think um, it wrapped up well with them, too, in the way that they 
played it throughout the series in the episode um, of the possibility of them getting together as well. And I think that played into the episode well, too. And that um, was another thing that fans were wondering what's going to happen with them. But of course, this plan of the hiding the seed does not go go on for too long. Um, as Marcus, Marcus, of course, of course, it's Marcus, hilarious character. Um, good to them. Well, I wouldn't say Marcus had too much development, but he was funny over the years, becoming like a small character to becoming kind of. A bigger presence on the show. There is development in that sense. But yeah, Marcus posts the whole thing and he like screams at their feet and that now the store is basically a crime scene and they have to of course find some sort of way to make the store spin the story to make it look um good enough not for the store not to shut down. Um and Jonah goes on the news I actually really like this part. Um, Jonah, you know, all the highlights about what's so good about the store. And he really gives this moving speech about this store and how it's not perfect. And it just, just what it is. And they come there every day and give it their all. And all they want is to keep their store open and to be able to do that every day. And the delivery of it was so good, and I think it it just did such a great job of um, expressing the way that the employees have always felt about the store and the way that the audience has been watching the way that they um, come to work and run the store every day, and it was just such a moving speech, and um, that episode, the uh, penultimate episode of the series, um, wraps up. Amy coming out after she kind of like comforts Jonah and like you get, like moves her hand back because you know they don't. It's not the same anymore with them. But um, revealing to her Sephora coworker that she's been there the whole time after explaining that. She she was, since she didn't know what she actually looked like, like, that was the thing that Dina said earlier, like, oh, you never know, because you guys have been on the computer the whole time. She may not actually know what you look like. Um, and just Dina having to, like, tear down her whole California experience. Um, one other joke I forgot to mention, Dina saying, like, with Amy, she was like, I'm fitting great with my new co-worker, so they invited me to to see a concert in the park, and Dina's like, oh, sweet, that's a free concert, that's like telling, that's not an invitation, that's like telling someone where the bathroom is, so that's great, and it's like, of course, like, don't tell Dina, but anyway, um, it's then revealed that they wouldn't be closing the store, but making it a fulfillment center. And when Amy hears this, she looks back and you see everybody just looking at Amy, like with this look in their eye, like, oh my gosh, is the store going to close? Are we going to lose our jobs? And thing like that. And as the episode ends, 
Oh, well, um, as the episode ends, Zephyr, this says, um, Amy, you would still keep your job after realizing, after Amy realizes that that means everyone else is going to lose theirs. And she's like, no, I won't because I quit. Which is such an iconic moment from Amy. And it moves, after she says, I quit, moves straight into the final episode, All Sales Final, which um, I will be covering right after this short break. Okay, we'll be right back. All right, and now we're back talking about the Superstore series finale. We're now on the final episode of the series, All Sales Final. Um, And Amy has quit her job, and we have found out that the store will be turned into a fulfillment center, and most of the employees will be losing their jobs. So the episode picks up a month after the previous episode, um, and with Amy coming back to surprise everyone with her presence, not with donuts, just so there isn't any confusion about that, because there was some confusion from Mia. Um, However, Amy does get roped into work at Cloud9 one final time, because they are very short-staffed that day. Um, So welcome home, Amy. You're back at Cloud9. Um, Amy's... Final name tag is, drumroll please, Vangeline. That is the final name tag, fake name tag that Amy wears so that customers do not use her real name like their buddies. Aww. Anyway, so um, when Dina walks in with Amy um, changing into her vest, um, it is revealed that she'll be the new fulfillment center manager, and she has to pick five, um, employees to stay on and work at the fulfillment center, and she, she hasn't told anybody yet, because she doesn't want everybody asking for a job, um, and she also tells Amy that Jonah broke up with Hannah, so he may not even stay in town, which disarms Amy a little bit, which she she tries to play it off, but we know, we know, Amy, you still have feelings for Jonah. So this is the episode where we will find out exactly what happens with the Samosa relationship. Um, yeah, so let, I was just on the edge of my seat the whole episode just wondering, what is the next, how are they going to end this? Because... I know they had to end it good, or people are going to be mad. So, uh, we also find out Glenn is retiring and finding something to do to fill the hours. Uh, Mateo has to find a way to still be employed since nobody can hire an undocumented worker. And so, the next scene, there's a, there's a few parallels to the first episode. Um, in the final episode, which I love callbacks and things like that, especially from first episode to last episode, that just shows how far things have come in the series for the characters, which is why I think Superstore's use of them was, like, so well done, kind of, it was just so well done for these characters. And so the first one, there's a few throughout the episode, is Amy is having trouble working the scanner, and Jonah walks over. He's saying they switched to 
something else. I don't know how scanners work. But um and since they're since they're they look let me see what I what I say. He's showing Amy how it works since they're new and while um Jonah is showing Amy exactly how it works, Amy looks at him like lovingly with like this look in his eye look in her eye like similar to one that Jonah gave Amy when she showed him how to use the scanner in the pilot episode. I was, so I didn't catch that on the first watch, but someone pointed that out. I was like, oh, I love those kind of callbacks and stuff. And it was just how now, like, Amy's just kind of the one with the crush, and Jonah's just, like, the one with kind of, like, no idea, sort of, which is just totally different than the first episode where it was the other way around. So that was her first little taste of what may happen. Uh, anyway, right after that, Amy and Jonah talk about their post-Cloud9 plans. And Jonah mentions how he broke up with Hannah and Amy pretends not to know. Uh, this works, of course, until Dina, you know, she has to be like, Yeah, I just told you ten minutes ago. And she's like, No, you didn't, Dina. And then it's... Classic Dina. I will miss her. I will miss Dina. Dina was a great character to me, but I will definitely miss her and Amy's dynamic for sure. But I think that was our last, like, Amy-Dina, like, joke sort of interaction. But yeah, so you can tell that Amy is still feeling something, like, disappointed that uh, he wants to, that he may not even be leaving, or that he may be leaving because he may be going back to Chicago or doing something else, and, uh, she just plays it so well, like, America played it so well, the emotions of Amy after coming back and seeing Jonah, and just how well all this was just so well, um, acted. Both of their emotions displayed so well off of each other. Um, but now there's this Mateo and Glenn are having this talk about America. It doesn't want either of them to work anymore, and Glenn's um, kind of acting like retiring is uh, similar to Mateo's situation, where in which he can't work, or, or like if he doesn't work, he could be kicked out of the country. And so he's like, um, trying to act like it's similar a little bit because, you know, Glenn's always been kind of a clueless kind of guy to certain circumstances. and uh, But then, it, but he can tell it's harder on Mateo. I think he starts to tell and he decides, Glenn decides he's going to reopen his dad's hardware store, Surges and Son, which uh, was, used to be, which is what Cloud9 used to be before Cloud9 took it over. So, good for Glenn, but what does that have to do with Mateo? We'll, we'll see later. Um, but soon we see Dina, Amy, and Cheyenne having this conversation about... Um, and we get deeper into the samosa of it all and talking about... Um, really expressing the exact feelings that were already being displayed throughout the past two episodes. This isn't just a Samosa-focused series finale, but it's a big part of it. 
And and let me just say, those of you who listened to my Amy Jonah deep dive episode, I said that when Amy left for California, they really did seem to leave the door open for a Samosa reunion, saying that if Amy ever changed her mind about not marrying Jonah, that she knew where to find him. And here we are where, like, she knows where to find them, so what's going to happen exactly? But we see Amy talking about how when she got to California, she realized she may have made a mistake not marrying Jonah, which I predicted, everybody. There is recorded footage of me saying that 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 would happen. Um, But anyway, (laughs) this leads to a hilarious moment from a... Fed up Sandra, once again, the captain of the Samosa stand. She has always been Team Samosa from the jump. Pointing out, obviously she made a mistake, and she drops her broom in the storms off. It's great that Sandra just explains all the Samosa stand emotions. And this... There's one more part that's great that's going to come back later in the episode, like of Garrett, you know, acting non-sentimental about the store closing and not seeing his co-workers and things like that, and things with Dina, and Dina still has to pick five employees for the fulfillment center, and here's our, another callback to the pilots that we see. It's one of the last customer-like um, I don't know what the word is, but, like, the customer, like, cutaways to the scene where you see, like, a customer doing something random is a kid using, like, a toilet, like, a potty, like, trading potty, like, sitting in the aisle, and, like, it's the same kid as from the first episode that Amy sees walking by, who is actually the creator of the show, Justin Spitzer's kid, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yep, there's your behind-the-scenes tidbit that you may not have known about Superstore today. And so, now we come back to a convo between Amy and Jonah. This is their first conversation, really getting into everything. Um, and Amy apologizes for the way that they left things. Now she didn't express how, and she expresses how she didn't know what she wanted then, and now she knows exactly what she wants, but now Jonah is just like, that's great that you figure out what you want, but you can't just um, schedule me for whenever you're ready. It's like, now I don't even know what I want, and he he walks away, and like, there's this look in Amy's eye, like, Oh, like it stings, and as as audience and Ross like, oh, the, the episode's not over yet. There, it's not over yet. But that was actually so good that that part was written in to where it wasn't just like, oh, that's great, let's get back together immediately. It was like there was some of her confessing her feelings of of not knowing what she wanted, and Jonah still realizing for himself, like, I don't know what I want, and you can't just pick things back up with me whenever you feel like it. So the fact that that was written in the show to where they both um, under, ha, expressed their true feelings about how things were left, 
was really good, and I'm glad they included that rather than just being like, yeah, let's just get back together then. So that was good, but we'll see what happens next. Now, like I say, Glenn decides to reopen his hardware store, and now we're back to Dina, still trying to decide who she wants to pick, and Sandra comes in, and she gives the names for her. It's um, Marcus, Justine, Sandra, and, like, a couple other names of other random employees that they didn't even show. And then she writes AM next to her name, making her Dina's assistant manager, and she drops a marker, like, that's right, baby. And their relationship has come so, such a long way since, shut up, Sandra, which I'll miss that too. But now we're, we're going to have the Sandra, Dina, assistant manager, manager dynamic that we'll never get to see. Mm. But any, anyhow, and Glenn, this is the best, this is when it starts getting to be the best. We're like into like the best part of the finale. And Glenn finds old tapes of everybody's job interviews because he secretly recorded them for some reason. Um, and so they all sit down in electronics to watch them. And let me just say, watching the clips of them from the beginning was so great. It showed how far they they came because they showed the videos were like from when they were first being hired, however many years ago, depending on the person and what's different about their lives now that they've worked there for so long or whatever. It was, it was really great in that, and that was a I am a sucker for showing character development, and that was just so strong and such a good way to show it. Um, let's see, and, uh, and Glenn, not realizing he had already hired Sandra in her videos, like, like, oh, I loved it, but also, oh, poor Sandra. She just never gets her credit, does she? Um, also, big reveal from the last episode, Elias turned out to be the severed foot guy. As we see him place one on, a severed foot on one of the shelves. Like, so, and based off of what, like, Lauren Ash, other cast members saying, it's like, yes, Elias is claimed to be the infamous foot murderer of Cloud Nine. So that's that is the answer to the mystery. I, I guess he's always been the foot murderer. Um anyway, uh and while they're watching the video, Dina asks Garrett out officially and we ship them and they are a couple now. Um it ends on a good note for them, and I like Dina and Garrett because they both always been like cynical people, not big on feelings or love or sentiment, really, and things like that. And they were just so opposites at the beginning. They didn't really get along or like each other's dynamics, and it just grew into this thing of they both have strong feelings for each other and I just like the I like the way it played out some people may have said like it was weird or random or whatever or or 
But I I like it. I like that they put these characters together because they both sort of have these dynamics that work well with each other that we like to see. And after watching the clip of Mateo describing how much of a hard worker he is, he Glenn decides to hire him at Sturges and Sons. So Mateo gets to have a job and he gets to work with Glenn at Sturges and Sons. And it's a really sweet moment of Glenn uh, helping out Mateo and just realizing all of it. But here we are at the biggest moment in the finale in my opinion, we see Jonah's um, um, video from his interview talking about how many jobs he's had and uh, like how he ne- and you can tell he never seems to stay at one job and everything like that and but like he seems to have stayed at this job and Jonah had walked away at one point because you know like it was just hard for him to watch or whatever. Um, talking about, like, he said something about, like, how he just wanted to keep his head down or whatever at the job, but he had walked away. That's the main point. And then, like, Amy is seen as part of him saying, I've, he's worked so, so many different jobs over the years, and Amy goes to find Jonah, and He's like, she asked him, like, Jonah, why did you stay here for all these years? It was like, because it's a good job. And she says, it's a terrible job. Like, why did you stay here? And he says, why do you think, Amy? And like, so oh, you see, stayed there all those years for Amy, just to be with Amy, which is just, oh, my God, that's why I love Samosa. Um, and Revealy stayed all those years because of her. Amy reveals how her feelings for him have progressed over the years. But originally, she thought she was just annoying, and he hate she hated all his sees today. Life can be better than it actually is. Kind of crap, but then she realized how much Jonah made her life better than it was, and her life wouldn't have been the same if she had never met Jonah, and she is so much happier now. And it was just so great. And then he said, she's like, and if I have to wait six more, no, she said, if I have to wait like um, like a few more, like he cuts her off. He's about to say, like, if I have to wait six more years for you, like the way you wait six years for me, he cuts her off before she finishes by kissing her, and we're back on Samosa. Yes, and yes, we're back, Samosa stand, Samosa in-game. I was so happy. I was like, yes, yes, I was so happy, but in typical, and here is the one final callback from the pilot that happens what that interrupts this Samosa moment is a woman in the pilot who's asking about stool softener now comes back asking them about a menstrual cup. So once again, this lady is ruining like a, in, like a big romantic moment by asking about something gross. But I loved it. I'm so glad we had that. 
Samosa and Game. And finally, we are at the final scene of Superstore. And I I love it so much. Garrett talking the whole episode, you know, he's just like unsentimental, like, bye-bye, the store is closing, whatever. And then, like, he realizes, you know, after 20 years, there's more to it than that. He gets this final touching announcement over the intercom, talking about all the great memories of Cloud9 how great it would to become um, to work every day. And there's this beautiful flash forward of everyone's future. Mateo, Glenn, and Cheyenne work at Surges and Sons. Dina, Justine, Marcus, Sandra working at the Fulfillment Center, laughing. Amy is an executive, and she reveals she married Jonah. Yes, and Jonah's running for city council. That's such a good uh, role for him. It shows everybody still hanging at this big barbecue at Glenn's house. Like, everybody, like, even all the background characters that were hilarious, like Justine, Janet, Saeed, um, everybody. It was Jerusha, Carol, Sandra, of course, and you see um, a grown-up Emma, Amy's daughter. You see Garrett and Dina still together. You see Mateo engaged to Amy's brother. Uh, you just see everybody still at this barbecue hanging out and having a good time and still connected after uh, well beyond when the store closes and see how happy everybody was and in the future and... It was so beautiful. I loved it so much. That was one of the most... That's what made this finale stand out to me, is, like, the way they really touched... Um, like, I know people talk about the Parks and Rec finale and, like, their flash for but this one was just way more touching, and it just felt more satisfying that these characters who have been pining for, like, certain things for so long, finally got them, and that they're just so happy now with these futures that they created for themselves, and it's so beautiful. But finally, the most beautiful part to me that I was just like, oh my gosh, I did not cry at this finale. Um, That's my allergies. I'm not crying at this either. But uh, with Joan and Amy in their kids' room, there, it says on the wall, Carter and Parker, and Carter is Amy and Jonah's child that they had together, um, and as they, you know, look at each other, turn out the lights, and close the door, we see uh, the lights on their kid's wall, it's the same as the lights you see, like, their stars, the same ones that Joni used in the pilot to give Amy a moment of beauty every day. And they put in their kids' room. I'm just, oh my gosh, just so beautiful. So beautifully and well done. And Garrett has the final line of the series, as he also had the first line of the series. And the final line is... Cloud Nine is now closed. Oh gosh, Superstore is 
And that's how Superstore ends. The most, one of the most underrated NBC sitcoms ever. And that's how it ends. What a perfect ending. So beautiful. One of my top favorite finales. I loved it. And I hope you loved the episode too. I hope you loved this episode. Me rambling and talking about about it and all that stuff. So, yeah, that's one of our last super sore episodes. I think I don't know when the next time it's gonna. I'm gonna have another one to look back on it because I've already done an Amy Joan episode, pilot episode, dive down finale episode. So. That's mainly it on the Superstore content for the most part, unless it comes back some other way. But thank you so much for listening to the episodes. I will for sure be making more episodes soon. Follow the all my other social media. My I just made a new TikTok, Justin underscore talks underscore TV. So follow that for more videos. And I hope you really enjoyed hearing me talk about Superstore, and we'll be back talking about more shows soon, and follow my Instagram and Twitter for more info on new episodes, so thanks!